Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here from my dining room um, just outside of Seattle in Bothell, Washington. And Benny, our engineer, is in Bellevue where we normally are. Courtney and I are normally in Bellevue. She's in a separate studio taking everyone's phone calls. I'm in a separate studio talking through the mic. And Benny usually produces everything for us. Well, he's having to do triple duty these yeah. days. Um, with all of your hosts as we're, you know, staying home, sheltering in. And thank you, Benny, for coming out of the house and going into the studio <laughs> and making sure our shows are produced and taking care of everyone. I really appreciate it. Well, you're quite welcome. I have to do it anyways. I mean, just kind of like what I do. So yeah, someone's got, someone's got to, someone's got to. Thank you. I hope you got, did you get some Starbucks this morning or something like that? No, I just grab everything here. You know, it's really limited on places to go these days too. So, right. you know, I, I just kind of override that and go straight in. Which is, you know, which the studio is, is so lovely. They have everything yep. there. Mm-hmm. which is really nice. We're, we're missing our uh, first, you know, thing in the morning from the studio too as well. The so first thing you, in the morning? Oh, for you guys. Oh, right. Yeah, well, we should get some tea or coffee, you know, as we're waiting to go on air or, you know. Happens. Things. Yeah. So we're taking callers' uh, questions today. Yeah, so, um, and do we have people on the phone lines already? We do, but if you just wanted to make a few little announcements first before we jump into that, that'd be great. <laughs> Yeah. Well, first of all, I just want to thank everyone for staying home, washing your hands, um, staying away from people who aren't feeling very well, uh, quarantining yourself if you're not feeling very well, and for also doing the very best you can to stay in positive vibration. So not only for your own health and well-being and your family's health and well-being, but for the world's health and well-being. Because if we can stay in a positive frequency, a positive vibration, we're going to all get through this a little bit faster. We're all going to recover from this a little bit quicker. And the faster we can get back to standing in lines in our favorite coffee shops first thing in the morning, <laughs> if that's something that you miss, because I kind of miss that. Um, so... Uh, as Benny's taking people's phone calls, um, we're having our conversations. Oh, I know, I do have something coming up. On April 22nd, I'm doing a two-part online course. It's it's about the what-if questions. So really getting to understand how powerful those what-if questions are. If you're new to listening to the show, I use what-if questions in my practice. Actually, we have some cards that should be available hopefully soon. We've just agreed to all the artwork. So that part's done. I would just have to get them to the printer. So using positive what-if questions actually is one of the best manifesting tools there are. It also elevates your mood, expands your energy, gets you into higher frequency. It makes everything happen, and they're super easy. So um, I'm doing a two-part course. You can go to energyintuitive.com, sign up for the online course, and um, I always answer questions from those who attend the courses as well via my intuition. So I look forward to you um, 
perhaps taking that class in the next couple of weeks. If you don't have a lot going on, you could sign up to the, for the course and learn some new tools about manifesting and creating what you want in your life and just being happy and healthy. I think it'll be fantastic. Okay, great. It's what we all so, want. Yep. This is what we want. Mm -hmm. Okay, so who do you have? Well, let's uh, give out the number. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Again, 877-825-8828. And we'll take now uh, Anna calling him for Virginia. Hi, Anna. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm lovely. Thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I had a question. Um, I listened to your audio book, um, How to Communicate with Your Spirit Guides. Thank you so and, much. Yes, and um, I, I loved it. I went through all the exercises, and to be honest, um, I'm not that good at meditating, <laughs> and I didn't <laughs> feel like I was successful at most of them. But I did have one strange experience. Um, it was the first the first exercise that you did um, when you had us express our intention to enter the fourth dimension, I all mm -hmm. of a sudden got this image of a crowd of people in my living room wow. who were looking at me as I was meditating. Wow. And I just wanted wow. to know, was that real? Was that my spirit guide? No, was that my imagination? it wasn't your spirit guide. So that's actually a metaphor. I mean, it actually really happened. You had a psychic experience because it's actually normal to be multisensory, to sense and feel beyond the physical realm. And all of on earth right now, our consciousness is expanding. In fact, having something globally that's happening right now is forcing us to be present. People have to wash their hands a million times a day. I have to sanitize my house multiple times a day, actually. So it forces you to become present. So luckily that meditation got you out of your head which is what meditation is intended to do. And you had a psychic experience where you saw dead people, and I'm just using that phrase so that we know it's not alive people that just all of a sudden con congregated in your living room. It means that you're, you actually have natural skills as a medium. That's what that means. So when, wow. when I know, so if I'm looking at someone, let's say someone like if you and I were having a session, and whether you were with me or we were on Zoom or something, and I saw what you just described, which was perfect, that would tell me that you're a medium. So that's what it's telling me. You had this incredible, natural, spontaneous, surprising experience because intuition is always surprising. The universe loves to surprise us, loves to. And yeah, so you have medium abilities naturally. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Yes, that's amazing. So here's my question. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to ask you, like, where do I go from here? Well, you know, I'm a fan of curious, positive, what if questions. So why don't you start using them right now? What if, here's some examples. What if my ability to communicate to the multisensory world is amazing? I always think it's important to use good, healthy, positive, strong language. Don't use the, what if my, you know, ability to communicate to the multisensory world is okay. Don't use those, <laughs> you know, use the big <laughs> words, the powerful words. What if I'm a medium? What if people who have passed over on the other side can easily communicate with me? What if I'm comfortable being a medium? What if I allow my body to be relaxed while I absorb and translate multisensory information? That would just be perfect and wonderful and amazing for you. So start using those what if questions. Does that sound like a good plan for you? Yes, that sounds great. 
Um, okay. well, my other question would be that um, since I was not I was not successful in like meeting my spirit guides, is there anything that you can that. tell me about them? Okay, sure. And I don't want you to say that anymore. For our conversation, that's fine. In the future, I want you to say, what if I'm successful at communicating with my spirit guides? That's how easy this okay. is. We, humans need to look at their brains and see what they're saying. And if it's things that they don't want, they need to change what they're saying in their brain. Uh, I think our brains are like dogs. It needs a lot of positive reinforcement and a lot of redirecting. Like Charles, I have to tell him many, many times a day, leave it. Leave it, Charles, leave it. Leave it. <laughs> He finally drops something that should not be in his mouth. And then I say, good boy, good leave it, right? <laughs> so this is how we need to be talking to our brains. Our, our brains need a ton of repetition. Um, so, but you have seven spirit guides. And when you have a seven, it's not uncommon because the number is symbolic for me. It's not uncommon to have a challenge getting out of your head. Seven is, is the most spiritual number there is in the world. So it shows, tells me you're highly spiritual. Um, but it also means that it's hard for you to stop thinking, analyzing, and processing. It's a challenge for you. Yes, it is. <laughs> I have so, a really hard time getting out of my head when I meditate. So you have to be nicer to yourself. Consider, now that I know this about you, um, consider doing Qigong. It's a form of meditative movement because I think that'll help you to get out of your head. Or what I like to do sometimes I don't have seven spirit guides. I only have three. Um, I wish I had seven. I think that would be lovely. I just sometimes do yoga, really simple yoga poses where I put like a yoga block underneath my pelvis. And um, so that means my lower back area and just let my weight relax there. Cause we don't really relax our pelvic floor very well. Um, lots, especially women. And, and, and that just helps me to get into the meditative state. So, so try to add movement with meditation for you, I think it's going to work incredibly well. Yeah, actually, I had another really strange experience when I was doing yoga, and I was like oddly present because normally I'm just all business. Yeah. And when okay. I was going into the pose, I I felt my hand just one of my fingers pass through something, oh, and I didn't even I register it. it at first. But then when I was down in my pose, I was like, wait a minute, what was that? So that's really funny that you said that. Yeah. Well, one of the things that happens is when you get out of your head, you start to have multisensory experiences as if it feels like your hand is, is sinking into your body or connecting to something that's non-physical. So, so again, you just validated everything I said. Thank you so much. Because yes. I don't think we've met. So, um, you know, so thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Yes, have a great day in Virginia. Yeah, thank you very much for calling in, Anna. And uh, the number is 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manucherry Show. And let's move on to one more before our first break, if you want, Marie. I'm ready for our first break. I know. It's the way it works. I know. I know. Uh, Francesca from Seattle area. Hi, Francesca. Welcome to the show. Hi, Francesca. How are you? Hi. Good. It's it's. I've got my volume turned all the way up, and it's really quiet, so I hope you can hear okay. me. Yep. Yeah, uh -huh. I can hear you. Perfect. Yeah, you sound great. What can I do okay. for you? Hi. Okay. Um, okay. Coming back from a... Can I say a... one thing first before I let you ask a question? I'm so sorry, but I just drew out your energy, which I always do when I do distance work or I communicate through the radio show, and you're really scared these days. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Oh, like you're so... so um, just for our, our viewing audience, I didn't do, draw out all your chakras because I was a little bit surprised when I saw your root chakra. So 
The root chakra is supposed to end right about mid-thigh, and I know this is a very quick drawing, um, but yours is probably extended about 15 feet, um, you know, even below your feet. So you're in fear right now, like you're terrified. I'm so sorry. Is it the, the health scare? Is that what's bothering you, or what is it? It's like a royal cocktail of, like, all of the emotions. It's oh. so wild, and oh. I'm really glad to talk to you today because um, I'm, like, it was like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It was everything, like just giant grief from losing my mom oh, and a migraine and my hormones, like my time of the month. It was like everything just coalesced and like a friend eruption that should have never happened. It was, and, and of course, like the virus fears and then also just financial stress. Um, and my so father's in Italy and it's just like, oh my, like my, you know, I just lost my mom and my dad's in Italy and he's in lockdown. It's just, so, it's, yeah. So everything got so wound up and I'm, I'm literally like trying to come out of it and trying to like remember all of like the good in the world and yeah. abundance. Um, and at the same yeah. time, I'm trying to create some financial security for myself. And right. I think I'm calling for two reasons. I just wondered, um, how my mom's doing and yeah. I mean that sounds so ridiculous but. no it's not ridiculous um so so she didn't die of the virus right she already had some health issues oh Is that she, no she passed from um she passed last spring from a really yeah. uh, aggressive cancer right so that's what I said it wasn't the virus it was something else you know you you guys were prepared for her passing actually you were expecting it that's what she tells me she just says that she just says it was just kind of, and, and I don't know if your mother normally swears, <laughs> and I don't even know if I can say this word on the air, so I won't, because Benny's like, yeah, you know, let's not, let's be safe. Okay. <laughs> she said, like, it's just kind of poop timing, honey. That works. It, you know, it's poop timing, you know, that, you know, it's so hard to lose someone you love under normal circumstances, and I know she's been gone a little while, you know, but, um, but at the same time, it takes a long time for some of us to recover from a, a really significant loss, like losing a primary parent, which is, you know, really heartbreaking. And then, you know, you, you have to leave your dad wherever he is and you can't help take care of him right now if he needs something. And then you have, have to be here home where things are, well, things are challenging even where your father lives. So things yeah. are right. Like it's, so your mom says it's poop timing, which I really, so it's really the S word. I love that she says that because she knows what you're going through. She knows that this is really hard on you. She does want me to tell you about that she feels fantastic. She feels amazing. Her body, because she doesn't have her body. When you leave this world, you don't take your body with you. You just take your energy. And if you haven't been feeling well, and your mother was such a trooper, like she's talk about not being able to let go. She tells me she held on way too long. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I even left six months earlier, it would have been better for everyone. But she was, I didn't want to leave and really they didn't want me to leave either, you know, so, um, but she just wants me to tell you she's perfectly fine. She's watching over your father. You don't have to worry about him. She goes, he's tough as nails. You know that. That's what she yeah. said. Um, and, and she's, she, she said, she, she said she comes to you every morning and kisses you all over your face before you get out of bed. Oh, that's so sweet. So sweet. Um, and she says she's learned so much more about you now that, you know, like she's watching you in your life, right? Not you visiting her. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, you have a very interesting life. It's not exactly how I pictured. <laughs> um, but she's perfectly fine, and she's taking care of your dad and kissing you every morning. So she's like doing a lot of international traveling, you know, yeah. every day, which is wonderful. Any messages from her or? Um... The message that I keep getting, she's just being very sympathetic about, you know, even though she didn't die yesterday. It's just still, she feels like it was poop timing. She wishes she had left a little bit earlier because you would have been a little bit further on the road of your grief, you know? And and that way you'd have a little bit more bandwidth with everything that's happening right now. But uh -huh. she, does, she says, don't worry about even the finances. She goes, you know, our family has had interesting experiences, especially when she was younger. And she goes, and we overcame things significantly in a good way. And she, and she goes, and it's in your genes. You will too. Don't don't think about this as something that's going to take you down because she says it won't. So um, she just wants you to know that, that everything's going to turn out well. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. Can I ask about shifting from fear to like financial? Make it super quick, darling, because we've got a lot of phone callers today. So quick, <laughs> okay. quick. So, so, so let's, yeah, let's just moving from fear to like really welcoming that financial yeah. abundant energy. Right. And that's a really good question. I'll even talk about it when I and when we come back on. But use what if questions. What if and don't use the word money. Use the word about wealth. What if my wealth is amazing? Because the brain doesn't understand what amazing means. And so the ego won't get in there and try to break it down. What if my wealth is amazing? And remember, what if questions recalibrate your energy system? They recalibrate your whole body to align to the answer. Okay. And I'm, I'm so sorry. Your mother loves you very much. And um, we're going to go on to a break, I believe, right? Yep, excellent. So yeah, thanks, Francesca, for calling in so much. Appreciate it. So we got, we are up against that break. So if you'd like to join us for the Marie Manion Cherry Show, 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. We'll be right back with more from Marie. Come on, lift your spirits. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Marie is doing it again. She's headed to Greece for another fabulous retreat on the island of Syros. This time, it's a week-long adventure with sun, swimming, incredible food, daily yoga, and a four-star accommodation, which will include intimate and powerful teachings to help you manifest your dreams into your reality. Space is limited to just 25 lucky and blessed individuals. Who are ready to generate an astonishing life. Even if you're not sure what possibilities are in store for you, this retreat in glorious Greece will propel you into the vibrational awareness you crave. You will learn, practice, and play with lecture, meditation, and enjoy all the spectacular land and seascapes this magnificent and remote location has to offer. For more information or to book your accommodations, visit energyintuitive.com or call 425 485-8813 for this amazing retreat. 
Alternative Talk 1150 is your sports organization's safe bet when it comes to airing your team's games. Our players are all seasoned professionals when it comes to sports programming. Imagine your games being heard on local radio. Your team deserves the MVP treatment. Call 425-653-1150 today to learn how affordable and fun it is to broadcast your games on the radio. Call 425-653-1150 and make your next season something special. That's 425-653-1150. Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Flace with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. The nicotine in e-cigarettes is addictive and can harm brain development. That's why I worry about teens who try e-cigarettes. Many young people use pod-based e-cigarettes like Juul, which have high levels of nicotine. And because teens' brains are still developing, they can quickly become addicted. The tobacco industry uses fruit and candy flavors to attract young people, often turning them into lifelong users. For more, visit HealthyChildren.org. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Thank you, Vinny. That's beautiful music. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We're live from my living room in Bothell, Washington, because we can't go into the studio right now, um, which is lovely that Vinny drives from his part of the state. Yeah, not too far. Yeah, not too far. Early in the morning, though, but no traffic these days. Are you sleeping in? Which is continuing. Oh, no, I don't get to sleep in on a work week. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. But there's no traffic. Still, I get up early. It doesn't matter to me. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's hard to change that. Yes. So I... Uh, br- briefly before we get mm-hmm. to our next caller, it's it, especially about finances. It's important that your energy, how you relate to something affects how it comes into your life. So whether it's love or money or a career, I want you to check your energy before you actually start to relate to it. So before you open up a bill, before you get online to look at your resources, before you open up your wallet or your purse, I want you to check your energy and think of something that makes you really happy. That's probably unrelated to the word money. In fact, you probably shouldn't use the word money for a while because most humans are have issues and concerns about wealth anyway, but money is the trigger word. So use words like the one I just used, like wealth, abundance, finances, use those words instead, especially right now. And check your energy. Think of flowers, puppy dogs. I always think of subatomic particles because I love energy. Think of children, trees. If you love cars, think about a beautiful Porsche or Ferrari or whatever makes you happy. Um, I can't wait to go out and go paddle boarding again. So think about paddle boards. Think about anything that makes you happy because that's going to heighten your frequency and get the buzz going in a very positive direction in your body. And then when you touch your wallet, you open up a bank statement, the energy will be so high, you will attract wealth and safeguard your resources, especially during this interesting time. Perfect. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Ring Manuturi Show. We'll travel way east. We have Kate joining us from Hong Kong. So, Kate, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Oh, so happy to connect with you, Maurice. It's been uh, hard to stay up until midnight, um, but I need it today, so here I am. (laughs) Hi, Kate. Oh, thank you so much for calling in all the way from Hong Kong. We really, how are you doing, by the way? Well, I think we're in better shape than most of the U.S. right now. Um, we're staying in staying put. We've been uh, 10 weeks of homeschooling already. Um, we wear our masks everywhere. And so, 
um, I think we've got it under control wow. a little bit better than, wow. than North America. Wow, I know, I know. Well, thank you for so much for you know you and your family being so well during the challenging time in your part of the world. And I think you're going to be teaching us everything we need to do in the rest of, of the world to stay safe and healthy. Um, so what can I do for you? Well, uh, so much on my mind, but really, um, I'd like to get your, your take on my career. Um, this doesn't feel like a great time to be focusing on career, but I, 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 I'm feeling like I need to, and um, just curious what you what you're reading, and um, I've got to make a big decision. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually I do think it's a good time to think about anything that you that is important to you and valuable because we actually have a little bit more time to you know like we're not running about around the world as much as we used to. So this is a perfect time to think about it. Whatever you do in the world, you know, if you're working currently or you're starting to move out into the world or and maybe you're making decisions about, you know, uh, maybe you have some opportunities. When I looked at your energy, this is what it looks like. It's hard to see sometimes, um, but I circled your third eye. You have a stunning, gorgeous third eye. You're very, very intuitive, by the way. So in, in knowing that about you, a career path that allows you to be creative, spontaneous, use your insight is going to make you happy. If you're controlled, if you have to really listen to every other person before you get to make decisions, you are not going to like it. It's not going to bring you joy. You're going to lower your vibration and we don't want anyone lower their vibration, especially now, but at any time in one's life. So is that one of your options? Uh, well, so I'm a psychologist, and, and the job I'm in right now actually does feel that controlling, um, you know, limited, not being able to my full potential. But is this, you know, this feels like a scary time to be um, quitting a job and and just and, and and hoping that something else will open up for me. Um, so I guess it's just a it's a leap of faith thing that I just have to trust that everything's right. Um, that everything will work out. And well, you know, I want to the ball right now. Well, I actually have one for you because I already saw something for you, but you know, I'm, I, I don't know why I was waiting a little bit for some interesting reason. Um, but now that I know you're a therapist, which makes me so happy, I do want you to quit that job. You don't have to do it right now, but definitely this year, maybe around summer. And what I want you to do is I want you to have your own business and I want you to consider being a coach. Um, because you have all the beautiful bandwidth to help people emotionally move through things. I want you to help coach people. You love to coach people. Anyway, you love to tell people what to do. And I think even in your role as a therapist, that's not necessarily what you get to do. Perhaps, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. You're very intuitive. You love people. You really care. And I think you want to start to move people a little bit faster. And so if you're, if you're working in more of a coaching role, um, which I'm highly, highly, highly recommending, then um, you're going to attract also a different type of client. You're going to have clients who are more emotionally stable, even though you'll have that ability to help someone if that's, because there's always going to be an emotional issue related to anything that's going on in our lives, at least in my opinion, and I'm sure yours as well. So I want you to move into a coaching practice. And I think you will be very, very, very successful. I think you could even move into being an author, speaking. These are things that you actually want. You've daydreamed about these a few times. That's what they're telling me. 
So I want you to move in that direction and think about leaving your current job this summer. And that things will be will fall into place. It's not I'm not just being foolhardy with the economy and with all of the you know, the job losses, you know, that something, something, the path will reveal itself. Absolutely. A absolutely. And that's why I'm giving you some time, you know, we've got several more months before uh, summer, but you get to make your own decisions. You can move in your own timeline. How about you start using some, what if questions? What if I'm following? Okay. Give me one. <laughs> okay. What if I'm following my natural um, talents and skill set? And what if I'm creating an amazing, you know, beautiful, successful career that lights my soul on fire. Oh, that's a great one. I love that. Yes, okay. thank you. And you're ready for it. And you'll make good decisions. You have a good head on your shoulders. You won't rush into things, you know, that when you're not ready, you'll make an excellent decision. And I think you'll just, I just see, I see a freeway, like you're on the freeway, but it's really crowded and you don't really like the traffic and you're merging off the freeway and getting on this beautiful country road you know, um, where you get to go faster, yeah. actually, <laughs> but, um, yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is validating. I know sometimes you tell people, you know, hold off, not the right time. Stay where, stay where it's stable until things are a little, you've given mm -hmm. me the green light. That's very validating. Thank you. Good. You're welcome. We wish you the best and keep us posted. Yeah. Thank, thanks Kate so much uh, for joining us from Hong Kong. Wow. That's quite the travels, isn't it? I hope they're doing, I mean, they also found out a little bit sooner than we did. So we're a little bit behind on the timetable for the whole uh, coronavirus and everything too, but they're still staying strong like we should, right? Absolutely. Yep. And you know, I think our governor acted very quickly. We were really lucky that we had such a, yeah. uh, a quick scary moment mm -hmm. in you know seattle that made us you know made all of our leaders jump really fast into uh, shutting things down very yeah. true very true well let's uh give out the number again 877-825-8828 is the number for the marie manuch every show we'll take laura now calling in from the seattle area hi laura welcome to the show laura are you there Hello? okay we'll do that oh wait was she there no, that was me. I oh, there's Laura. Hi, are you there? It's not Laura. It's Mara. Oh, Mara. I'm so sorry. Well, Mara, welcome <laughs> to the show. You're next anyway, so go ahead. Hi. Hi, Mara. Hi. Um, I have been in two of your uh, workshops. Um, I took the Reiki, and it was super fun and interesting. Oh. Uh, my question is that sometimes, and I hope you can understand because Sometimes I feel like uh, I'm here to do something that is important for me to do. It's like when you go in the garage and you're looking for something and you don't remember what that is. I'm sorry. I didn't quite understand what you said. I'm so sorry. Like, it feels to me that it's something important that I have to do and I cannot oh. remember. Yeah, and so so are you trying to tell me that you're feeling called to do something that you think is really important? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yes. There's, I feel like there's something very important that I have to do, that I'm here for a reason, something yeah. that I need to do, but I cannot remember, and I, I don't know where to start or where to go. Okay. So first of all, I love that you're having that feeling. I think it's healthy. I think it's normal. Everyone has something wonderful to do in this world that would be fulfilling and valuable for them and, and 
Um, many times it affects others too, as well. So you're going to have to start meditating because you're getting good impulse from your spirit guides. You're feeling them. They're activating your energetic system to get curious about who you are and what you're capable of. But then you're not giving yourself the time out to allow the information to come in because you you are another one of those people. And this is actually probably this one of the strongest pandemics we have on earth is this overthinking, analyzing and processing information, this inability to really feel what's ever in our highest good. So you're going to have to really learn to get quiet and have quiet time every day and, and allow the universe to communicate with with you, which they will once you can shut down the overthinking, overanalytical, overprocessing mind. So that's what my recommendation is for you because you you keep your energy, it's not vibrating fast enough for me. Like the last caller, she vibrates her energy faster than yours is. So I can actually see things about her future much easier. You tend to run your energy lower. You, you worry more, you stress out more. You, you're not as loving to yourself perhaps. All those things, like not worrying, being self-loving, they heighten your vibration. They make the, the subatomic particles in your body go at a faster rate, which makes it easier for me to read your energy. So, but at the same time, even if I told, if I could see it, you probably wouldn't believe it because you haven't developed that really loving bond with yourself. So I just would encourage you to spend time meditating, maybe using some form of guided meditation so you can really get out of your head. And this won't take long, um, but you have to have real moments, real moments during a meditation where you're really disconnected, not the whole meditation, but just even a moment can be life altering. Okay. Can, um, I meditate for four years already in the morning. That's what, that's the first thing that I do when I wake up. So I don't think it's working. No. So I've talked to a lot of people who are, you know, serious meditators. They meditate for long periods of time, but I don't think it's working because if it's, if it's really working, you know, when you really can meditate, meditation, let's say meditate for 15 minutes, you might get one moment of, you know, that expanded energy. So when people are meditating for long periods of time and they're still not getting answers to their life, they're not really meditating, in my opinion. Maybe they're partially relaxing. Maybe they're doing some form of daydreaming. I'm not really sure, but I don't think that you are, you're not getting the benefit of how much time and energy you put into meditation. You're not getting the reward. So I would encourage you to do some guided meditation um, something positive, very uplifting, and, and notice that you're looking for a moment, which could extend into several moments, but a moment of high expanded energy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Awesome. You're welcome so much. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Thanks Maura so much for joining the show today. And sorry about the name of uh, it happens, you know, <laughs> okay. I, you know, Maura, Laura, it, it sounded really close. So, you know, well, and you told me I need to get headphones for our next show because I'm talking over, you know, um, and that's okay. Yeah. You're used to the studio quality and also we're a remote and as well as we, I've been kind of actually tracking on the, uh, online in the Facebook and also the YouTube and so forth. They actually can hear all of our behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So they're getting a sneak peek of what we chat about on the side. So we still have to keep it clean and safe. So <laughs> okay, just, we'll keep everyone there, just making sure <laughs> now they're all disappointed, Vinny. They want to hear all yeah. 
Yeah, right. Well, they get to see me, so that's a first of all. They're like, oh, my gosh, there's a real <laughs> Benny. Like, wow, look, he's right there. Yeah. All right, so let's take one more for our uh, last break of the show. And if you are just tuning in, you are listening to the Marie Manucherry Show, 877-825-8828. And Marie, yes, you still do it. Make love to the camera. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, Judy from Lake Forest Park, uh, she uh, has an issue, I think, around her tongue. Let's see. Judy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Benny. Thank you. Hello, Benny. Hello, Marie. Um, Marie, um, sorry, I couldn't hear if you had something, if you said something. I'm calling about a medical thing. Um, A couple of months ago, I was drinking a cup of coffee after breakfast, and I got this horrendous taste. Um, I I thought it was toxic. I mean, I reflexively spit it out, and, um, and then my tongue started swelling, and since then, since that day, I've been, um, well, had allergy testing, um, had an endoscopy scheduled, which was canceled because yeah. of the medical thing. But I I work, well, it's actually, I think, a good time for me to be home to be working on this and working on some other things. But um, can you give me any information about that and how I can, whatever I can do to heal that? It's my tongue and throat and um it's uncomfortable a lot of the time i'm so sorry by the way i mean i don't think the endoscopy i don't think the endoscopy is going to show much by the way which is actually a good thing. oh i can't hear you uh, oh okay sorry, um, okay, uh, i just put you on microphone can you hear me okay yeah i can hear you great can you hear me now oh good yes i can hear you okay. i don't think the endoscopy is going to show much which is actually good you know i think that's a good thing um but are you still drinking coffee? No, no. Okay. Good. So, so here's the deal. Um, is is your, are you an O blood type or a B blood type? Do you know what your blood type is? Oh. Yeah. So O's can't drink coffee ever. It's highly inflammatory mm. for them. Highly. Ah. Inflammatory. And and I want I would love it if you read the book Eat Right for Your Type. Um, because I think you have a lot of in- inflammatory, it's, it's so weird. Like, like how you said, it just turned on one day, like you were fine for a long mm-hmm. period of time. That's what inflammation is like. It, like it reaches a certain peak in our body and then boom, it expands and we get this, like, you know, sometimes this complete systemic reaction from it. So I would love for you to read Dr. Diodamo's book, eat right for your type. Um, you felt like an O to me and O blood types. I'm one of those. We can't drink coffee. Green tea is much better for you, but there's so many other foods that are highly inflammatory for each blood type. So here's an example for O's, avocados, cucumbers, melons, blackberries, uh, cauliflower, all of those, even though they're good, healthy foods, they're highly inflammatory for O's. So you're better off having broccoli, green tea, raspberries, strawberries, um, mangoes are uh, anti-inflammatory. So in his book, he writes, and I've interviewed him once, I'm sure it's it's in our podcast somewhere. If you go to energyintuitive.com, you can actually find uh, the link to Dr. Diodama's interview. And so um, when you eat food that's anti-inflammatory, which is really the goal for every blood type, that's why I love this book so much, you can actually eat foods that reduce your inflammation. So before you have that endoscopy, which could be a while from now, um, let's get that inflammation way down there. So no cauliflower pizza for you, even though it's my favorite. But Sounds I, really good. I know. I sometimes sneak and eat it. But, <gasps> 
I know, but um, I'm pretty good at following Dr. Diodamo's, uh, yeah, recommendations. Okay. Oh, okay. And is that Peter or the father? Or I guess it doesn't matter. I've read them both, but not recently. And I'm a lifelong vegetarian, so I thought, well, this no, is not gonna a work vegetarian. You can't be a vegetarian. You're an O. You are I an have o. to be. I, I can't. I can't eat meat. I can't even. So, so here's I, your what if question. And, and I don't want to force you to do something that morally is not good for you, but you want to be healthy, right? Right. So, so O's. So O's, as you know, based on his formula, which you read his book, so you obviously must believe something about his process. The O blood type is the first blood type on the planet. So um, O's were not introduced to grains. You know, that blood type actually doesn't do well eating a lot of grains at all. Um, and so do you eat fish at all? No, I eat eggs and okay. I eat dairy. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. O's aren't supposed to eat a ton of dairy. It's supposed to be very limited for them. So here's your what if question. What if I eat food that quickly reduces my inflammation? Or, or what if I eat food that, that enhances my, my immune system? I want you to use some what if questions. I don't want you to be in your brain telling, letting your brain dictate what you think is in your best interest. I want you to let your body communicate to you because you haven't been listening okay. to what your body's telling you. You no, I've been, yeah. 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 Go ahead and okay. finish up or someone jump in okay. there. <laughs> so, so, so here's the interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, and, and, you know, there are people, a blood types, they're supposed to be mostly vegetarian actually. But um, e even though we have moral reasons, you know, even parts of the world are vegetarian, but it's so important to listen to your body because it's not one size fits all. And even if your moral mind is saying, oh, I'm never going to eat chocolate again, which would be horrifying for me. I, I love chocolate, actually. But even if you say, I'm never going to eat meat, what if your body is saying, could you please eat some meat? It will make me healthy. I want people to just be open to listening to what their body is saying, because your body is genius and knows how to keep all of your cells and your um, all the beautiful internal aspects of your cellular activity, like the mitochondria, which detoxify your cells. When you eat food that's in your best interest, then your body stays healthy. And we really need that right now. It's really important. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay, great. Thank you so much, Marie. Well, and best of luck to you. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks, Judy, for calling in from the Lake Forest Park area. And 877-825-8828 uh, is the number for the Marie Manucherry Show. We'll take uh, our last break of the hour. We'll be right back with more from Marie. Preaching to the choir, stop getting on yourself. Quit playing with your mind, you're spinning. If you think that I'm a liar, just try it with The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hi, this is Marie Manucherry, and I'm excited to share upcoming online courses that I'll be offering in 2020. Mastering the What If Phenomenon. April 22nd and 29th of 2020, as many of you know, we talk a lot about the phenomenon of What If Questions. What If Questions, to me, are the equivalent to affirmations. However, they have a kick to them. We're working on numbing the ego so that it doesn't scare us every time we work on creating and manifesting something in our life. I personally believe that affirmations don't work very well because the ego mind 
is intimidated by things that we affirm that we have yet to create a belief system about. So what if questions resolve that conflict? Because the ego is not threatened by curiosity. So when we ask a what if question, what if I easily receive wealth? We quickly create a belief system in the neurotransmitters. I believe what if questions work a thousand times faster than affirmations, which sometimes affirmations can take over 10 years to create the belief system in your brain. So April 22nd and 29th of 2020, I will be offering a two-part 90-minute course, 7 to 8.30, yes on Wednesdays again, on mastering what-if phenomenon. So you can quickly create the belief systems that you desire to manifest the things that you have already really placed into motion so you can allow them into your life and have the life of your dreams. I hope you can join me. Five things you need to know about measles in 30 seconds. The vaccine was developed in 1963, and measles became rare in the U.S., but low vaccination rates are now causing outbreaks that may put you at risk. Measles is highly contagious and spreads easily when an infected person breathes or coughs. Measles can have serious complications and can be deadly. It's also easy to prevent with a vaccine that's safe and effective. Please make sure you and your loved ones are vaccinated. Learn more at nfid.org measles. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk, 1150. Thank you, Vinny. I always love the music that you play. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so what do we have going on? All right. Well, we'll take another caller here. We'll take now uh, Catherine calling in from the Federal Way area. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Hi. Thank you for taking my call, you guys. Of course. What can we do for you? I'm calling because um, my daughter and son-in-law just asked me if I would come and stay with them in Texas for a while. My granddaughter um, has constantly been in and out of being pretty sick and they are both very fortunate to be working but missing work isn't an option right now with their daughter being sick so much and Mm -hmm. usually i would be like hop on the plane go no big deal i can do this you know i've always had a pretty strong immune system but i just got off of antibiotics for the first time and i couldn't even tell you how long because i i just can't do conventional medicine and so i'm just naturally kind of a concerned about how strong is my immune system and and am I supposed to go do this? Am I supposed to stay home right now or should right. I go and take care of my granddaughter? Uh, such a dilemma, right? Such a d- dilemma. Well, I know. My- it's like the antibiotics just kind of, they freaked me out. It was like, I, I don't do this. I get sick from them. I mean, I ended up having hives like two days after I stopped oh, them. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm so happy they helped you to become well, you know, because they are a necessary tool when we have bacterial infections and, and our fire immune system isn't able to heal our any bacterial infection, then we need to take antibiotics. So I'm really glad that you got those. 
my, my concern, of course, is about you traveling because it's not the best time to be in the air traveling. Although, you know, on airplanes, they have medical grade filters, but you don't know who you're going to be sitting next to. And then I worry because um, a large percentage of the population, at least in New York, who are testing positive for the virus have zero symptoms. So my concern isn't just for your health. It's like, I don't know what you might be bringing to Texas potentially. So it's both. It's like, is this the right time for you to get on a plane? Yeah. And, is this, and we don't, we don't want anything to be, you know, we don't want to accidentally infect other people as well. Right. So, so it makes me kind of, how long can they wait for you to come? Cause they want you to come right now. I know they do. Yeah, they do. Do they have someone else who could be helping out for a little while and you can come later? Because I think they, things. They don't, they don't have people there. They just moved there in November oh. and they just moved into their own house. So that, I mean, they just bought a house two days ago or however many days ago. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and this is your, your daughter's, um, is, is, are we talking about your daughter or your son? My daughter. Okay. So what about his family? Where do you, where do your daughter's in-laws live? They are also in Texas. Um, okay. Not the best of terms people situation. Okay. All right. But maybe there's somebody like a cousin or somebody who could, cause I'm, I'm okay with you going, but just not right now. I, I basically want you to stay put because there's just so much that we don't know about this virus and your granddaughter has been ill. So, you know, we, we don't want to hang until we know for sure, like, you know, if you can stay inside for 14 days and be fully quarantined or something of that nature, but then we don't know if you would get something traveling. So right. that's my concern is that yeah. when your granddaughter is already ill, you know, since so many people are not symptomatic, I just, that makes me nervous. So not now, maybe next month. So, okay. and how do you feel about that when I say that? How does that make I'm, you I'm, feel? I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm like 50, 50, 50% of me says go 50 because, you know, whenever they want me with my granddaughter, of course, I'm like, I'll be there. You know, I mean, she's my world, you know, and, and, um, so, but it's like, so I, I think, I actually think we're on the same page here. I, you are going to go. I see you there. You're going to go, but not right now. I want you to wait about a month because we know for sure the Seattle area is going to peak right about now, supposedly. And we're doing fairly well from the reports I've read. I haven't talked to anyone who's working in a hospital right now. I might get a totally different, you know, uh, take on it. But I would just prefer that you wait a month and not travel at this point. You get to do whatever you want, but that would be my recommendation, not only for your health and well-being, but for your granddaughter's health and well-being. Yeah. Yeah, we just can't figure out why she constantly keeps getting sick. It's like, ever since they left here, they left here in November, she's sick all the time. And it's like, what is what is going on? So. Well, she probably didn't want to move. You know, she didn't want to move. And and when I look at your your daughter and son-in-law, they're they're very busy people, you know, and, and I'm sure they move for really good reasons, but they're not the type to like hold the space like, honey, we're sorry. You know what I mean? Like they don't really know how to help their child get into their emotional area. They're so busy. Do you know what I'm talking mm. about? That makes sense. Yeah. So so she hasn't actually been able to 
finish her grieving because she didn't want to move. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you there. I see it when I, when I have visitor twice, she's like, there you are. This, yeah. is, my this is my tribe. And it's yeah. like, and that's when they, they, everybody, you know, they say that every time I've been there, she's like, she's her old self again. It's like, she, she just blooms and it's like, uh-huh. Yeah. I know, but it's not for me to say that to them, you know. Well, no, actually, I, I think everyone should have a very frank conversation so that we can have frank Children are intelligent. They're super yeah. smart. And, yeah. and so if we can have an, an honest, direct conversation with the kid in the language that's good for them, then they can actually begin to understand things and also let go and release. Yeah. And, um, so I actually okay. encourage her to have that conversation. Then she might get better, which would be okay. wonderful. But you're going to go. But I'm just recommending not right now. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. I don't want to hold up the calls. I know there's other people waiting. So thank you so, so much. I, I, you just validated how I felt. So thank you so much. Wonderful. You're very welcome. I'm glad it was helpful. Yeah. Thanks, Catherine, for calling in. And uh, we'll take one, maybe sneaking two before the end of the show. But we'll take Sharon calling in from Atlanta. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thank you. Hi, Marie. Sure. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm busy, actually. You know, people always think that maybe I wouldn't be busy during uh, crises. I'm always the busiest when there's a crisis going. It doesn't matter what kind it is. Even when the stock market was weird, kind of like it is now, um, in 2008, I was slammed for, you know, a couple years, actually. So, um, but I'm good. I'm good. What can I do for you? Wonderful. Well, I had this um, strange dream. I was in between half awake and half asleep, and all of a sudden, a stream of numbers started entering into me, one stream, and they counted up really fast, and then a bunch of streams started entering, and as they entered very quickly, I sort of reached, I can only describe it as bliss, and then I was like, I got to stop, and so I stopped it, and then a minute later, I said, let me see if I can do that again, and I was able to do it again, and I just didn't know what it meant. Right. Okay. Well, I think it's interesting that your body is uncomfortable with bliss. You know, you're like, huh. I can't handle all this happiness. What's going on here? You know, like that, that's sad. Number one. I, 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 here's what I think. I think the numbers, I don't want you to get too caught up on like, oh, do they, are these numbers a code? And I have to, you know, decipher the threes and the sevens and the ones. I don't want you to get caught up in that. What I believe you were experiencing, because I've had a similar experience, and I'll explain that in a moment, that you were getting, um, that you, you, the universe was showing you that you have a great capacity to communicate to your spirit guides and beyond the veil. And, the, and so they were showing you numbers because it's something that you will pay attention to. You must like numbers, or maybe they're interesting or fun to you. I, I don't really know, but they use numbers for you. And uh, the, the, isn't that interesting? Yes, it is. I'm into numerology. Oh, there you go. So if you if you allow yourself to continue to go to that place of bliss, the numbers will turn into something that's that's actually easier to understand. Like you'll actually hear something, or you'll start to see images that are, or that go beyond numbers. So think of it that the third eye, which you have a lovely third eye, the third eye is is if we haven't used it very often, it's just like a newborn's vision. Like newborns can only see black and white initially, and then the cones and the rods mature in their eyes, and then they can start to see color and distance and things of that nature. So 
the universe is just saying, we love you too. We know how much you love numbers. We can't wait to communicate with you. Go back to the bliss, stay in the bliss, and, and then we'll be able to uh, contact you much uh, more easily, okay? Would that be through meditation or trying to lay down again and fall asleep? Yes, try to lay down again and get to that bliss. So okay. you won't have to be asleep in the future. It's just that you, like most people, you turn off your mind when you're half asleep, right? So yeah. if, you, if you can harness that energy, which it looks like you were able to do semi-consciously, um, and you start to get comfortable with how that feels, then you can in, introduce that to you when you're not in that half awake, half asleep state, if that makes sense. It does. Okay. okay. Thank you so okay. much. You're welcome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, Sharon, for joining us. That'll do it, Marie. And thanks, everyone, oh uh, for listening we're to done? us on the technical level. We're flattening that curve as we're learning this curve in the studio. Right, Marie? Yes. Thank you so go. much, Benny, for taking such good care of us. And remember, everyone, what Benny says, you know, wash your hands, don't touch your face. Right. Oh, and six feet. <laughs> and six feet, yes. Yes, we're getting really good at that. We're sending all of our love to you and all of our energy to all of you who are listening or watching this show. We wish you many, many, many joyful blessings. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.